Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Brooklet Games. Go to patreon.com backslash Brooklet Games for beautifully crafted content that provokes creative problem-solving and dramatic scenarios. Brooklyngames.com, find zines and more, patreon.com backslash Brooklet Games. Welcome to Wallabies and Wizards. This is your host, Light the Light Finger Thief, and here I'm joined by Logar. Hello, I am Logar the Barbarian, and it's Zine Thursday. Thursday, yes. <laughs> so, Logar, it looks like we've been traveling quite a bit. We found a little mining town here. Are you interested in doing some mining, maybe? I, I don't know. I think I I took up the life of an adventure, so I wouldn't have to work no more. I just got to find that gold. <laughs> or we can find this magonium, perhaps, instead of gold. Magonium? Magonium yes. Mine Murders. By James Holloway. There's a lot of spoilers that can be given away in this, because it is a... As it, as it kind of implies, the mine murders it in the front. It says a monster man mystery adventure by James Holloway. And it's written for OSE, old school essentials. Trouble down the mine, mysterious accidents, strange sightings, worker unrest. The Magonium mine is a fire waiting for the spark. And that's before the murder. So this is a what he calls a clue box adventure. So. Not a hex crawl, but a clue crawl, <laughs> I yeah. guess, would be the um, new term for it. <laughs> but it is, it, it's written a little bit different than most of the modules I'm used to. And I appreciate that. I It's, reading it's it, different. Reading it was different. <laughs> well, I, reading it, I, it, it, it vibes with me. I can run this pretty easy, I feel. Uh, it, it gives a, so like, like trying to, do this without the spoilers on the mystery side is going to be uh, is going to be a task, but I'll attempt to do that. Yeah, so no spoilers, but we can talk <laughs> about the factions. Well, there may be then... some spoilers, but I'm going to try to avoid the big spoilers and big clues because <laughs> I there might be. It depends on what a spoiler is because because you arrive in the mine and like there is conflict going on with the miners and the workers. So that is kind of a spoiler. Well, sort of, but we won't review anything in regards to some of the other things you might run into in the mine or who done it. We'll talk about the factions and the uh, settings. How, how's that? Yeah, that works. So what we have here is the way it's set out is it kind of, it, it, it gives you little segments of kind of describing how it's intended to be, I guess, ran or played. And unlike, it's not really a, it's, it might be a little bit point crawl-y, but the way it's written out, it kind of gives you what's going on ahead of time in here so you can get your head around what's happening. And for me, it works. I It gives me the kind of information I would want and need to run a game like this. And it gives me a lot of information I feel I could expand on. Now, there's tons of folks looking to hire other people. So there's lots of chance for gold if you're doing gold for XP through lots of the NPCs and things like that. Yeah, there's lots of different ways to get involved in the adventure. So as Logar mentioned, there's a lot of hooks because there's plenty of folks in the mining town in the mining camp, in the valley itself, that are looking for help from your adventuring party. No, there's a there's a there's a series of murders that's been occurring. People are turning up dead down in the mines. Folks are turning up dead. 
And uh, there's a mystery behind that. And there's a question of who done it that you can explore. But there's a lot of other things going on, too, that are that it's leaving clues around for you to explore and get into. And you have intertwined in all of the conflict that's occurring in the town. Lots of people who have lots of varying diverse interests and things they want. They want to you to investigate certain elements that are being put out in this. Each of the factions have their own wants and needs. So, <laughs> so you have you could easily throw out tons of little leads and tons of little, and and see where the players take it and, and follow that. And they might not even stop at the one. Like there, you could probably try to follow and 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 get a few different NPCs, um, I guess bounties that they're offering up. It seems so. There's a lot of ways that the adventure can go. Yeah, because the uh, setting itself. You can probably drop into any type of a game campaign. Mm -hmm. So it's flexible there. And he says something about that at the beginning. The default setting, the scenario presumes a relatively wealthy, magically aware society in which corruption, bribery, and incompetence are regrettably common. Um, You could easily adjust that uh, magically... Uh, the the big magic element, the high magic fantasy element of it, but you'd probably have to take out a few of the different uh, elements uh, the, to follow. Uh, there's at least one magic item in here that's being used that yep. is cool, but it might be one that you, if you're doing low fantasy type stuff, you might want to be taking that out. It <laughs> depends on how you feel about that. <laughs> it, it may not fit, but it's a low level adventure, though, right? So, like yeah. levels two through three, you know, typical character party of what, 46 characters in it? Yeah. And I feel that looking at this adventure, I feel it's a great starting adventure for a campaign. I could easily, because we have well, one of the things that's going on is there's a uh, there's a draft and there's conflict between a barbarian nation that's nearby and the folks around here. And people have come to this town because of Magonium, which is a magical mineral, <laughs> mineral like a, it's like an adamantium or vibranium. But there may be some problems with the Magonium as you're as we're learning. Right. So the setting you said that there's a draft. You're talking about conscription in terms of forced. Yes, enrollment into the military, and and there is an element there that seems to be a good element to start building off on more of a larger campaign from some of these things. So, I find this would be a great way to kickstart, launch, and start a campaign, and then take it where it goes and, and see what you can add. You could easily add other modules on afterwards, but there's enough here easily if you wanted to just follow the leads in here. I bet you, you could get a couple levels out of following some of the leads and some of the what are the drama and stuff like that going on in the Magonium mine murders. It right. takes place in the Halbeck Valley and uh there's two little towns. There's a there's a town that's the older town. Well, there's which, old town and new town, right? <laughs> yeah. And the new town is kind of a boom town because the miners have come in. There's a lot of money. This magic mineral is uh is kind of a booming thing like gold or something. So it's kind of a gold rush town. So you're running into lots of miners. And the miners are concerned about the deaths that have been occurring. Definitely some OSHA things going on here, perhaps, they're thinking. <laughs> well, you know, maybe we need to send our inspectors there to check it out, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> there have been deaths in the mine. There has been a lot of inequality in regards to prisons of war being essentially um, enslaved. 
there's conscription going on to fight, you know, for the kingdom. Lots of injustices that your that your player characters might be able to fight against and get involved in. And there's a few like little interactions too here and there that I think would be fun to throw out to some of my parties. Uh, like some of the random encounters kind of involve some of those things, like uh, perhaps revol- a few revolutionary. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Rebellious type activities you might stumble on. And it would be interesting to see where my players would take something like that. Yes. And, you know, there's also some environmental aspects with the uh, Halbeck River being poisoned by the magnonium mining as well, too. It reminds me of like uranium mining and stuff like that is what kind of seems like what it might be based on the idea of because you're mining uranium and stuff like is it uranium? Isn't it what they mine for the nuclear nuclear power and nuclear warheads? Uh, uranium is using that, but I don't think they use humans to mine that stuff because it's radioactive. Well, the uranium mining we had issues down in Kansas City with because there was a lot of uranium being brought into the Honeywell facility. And there was a large campaign uh, well over a decade ago because of all the folks who were getting sick because of the uranium. And uh, but that's a side. <laughs> so anyway, so within the uh, game or this module itself, you have different factions. You have. You know, the controlling ruling class, you have the miners, you have the prisoners that are being forced into the mining. You have some other unnamed parties that you encounter later on <laughs> as you go deeper into the mine. There's an interesting, there are some other things that 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 are lurking around that are, we'll say, are fantasy elements. I'm not sure if I want to put it out there yet. If you're going to, if you're going to run it or if you're going to play run it, you probably, you know, it's not a hard one to run. I can tell you how I would run this. Uh, but if you're playing, I don't want to put it out there and spoil it too much. If I were going to sit there and run this, my prep would be, I've read it through once, right? I would go through and read it through again with my notebook, and I would focus on the NPCs themselves and just make a little, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a like a like like an outline of all the different NPCs. And then beside that, I would put what their interest is. I'd note a page number where that is. And then where I would interact with them or find them, and I'd put a page number by that. And maybe a few other notes to remember when pulling them out. So that way I can have highlighted where it's going to be, where we're going to interact with them, where you would find them, and kind of make sure I, I, I get the... The drives and the interests and characters kind of ironed out in my head before I ran it, and then I would run it. It's not one that I would say I would run with minimal prep. I would spend about an hour, maybe two, prepping it to run the first time, and then I'd probably have to do some more prep for the next adventure because it would it will easily running this. You can run it as a one shot, but you'd only be able to cover like a very minimal amount of it. I think this thing is best would best be run as as a, a longer adventure over four or five or more weeks. Yeah, there's like, you know, easily 15 NPCs they have descriptions on. I mean, they got like NPCs across like four or five pages. As Logar mentioned, there are multiple factions in play in this adventure as well, too. So each of the factions have a as Logan mentioned, a driving force on why, what, and what they want to do. So, some of those factions, there's some criminal elements going on that involve some of the mysteries. You could say um, some I mean, sort of what is it? Uh, they they, they call it the honor, honor Society, which is a thieves guild. So, and then you also have the miners. Now, the miners, there are miners who are employees, and like it was said before, there are uh, prisoners of war who are being forced into labor now it does mention at the beginning a content notice about that 
uh, and, and talks about leaving that out. If that's an element you don't want in your game as well. Correct. And then you've got the war going on simultaneously. And there's, there's a way that the miners are exempt from the war because this, this megonium is so uh, sought after. It's such a big thing economically that if you're a miner, you're going to be exempt from the conscription. <laughs> right. So the miners here are actually a little bit of the uh, upper class in the sense that they can't get conscripted to go fight this war against the barbarians. Well, they're I'd say they're they're less upper class, more working class. They do get a pay, but whereas the the other uh prisoners of war are definitely enslaved it seems like. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. There's also a section on um I guess one of the NPCs in the new town runs like a uh, prize fighting boxing ring type of thing, so they have a whole page of if you want to go into the prize fighting, <laughs> you know, how to run that as well too. Yeah, and you can follow a lot of those things follow through for different uh definitely it could be a, a nice break from the regular thing. Your players might want to go over there and try to do some fighting themselves and, and make some money, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Uh, but there's a lot of different threads here where you can take this adventure in a wide array of different different directions. Uh, it just depends on what you, what of the rumors and of the job offers they end up taking and following, and you it could easily build up a campaign. You could run this two or three times probably and have a completely different looking campaign with different groups depending on what they catch on to and want to follow, it seems. Well, there's multiple factions and multiple hooks, so depending on which mini-adventure you want to go after, depending on who you're going to work for or what you want to try to solve, it can definitely... Uh, have a lot of different paths for discovery. A lot of those things can just be left unsolved. And you could also take the approach of this of this adventure in Zane and have it be the other, the next adventure still happening in this town and have the begin a, a part of that campaign or even the whole campaign just happening around the mine in this town, the going ons there. Again, with the war and stuff like that, that's a good hook to kind of leave and go enter into combat if you get conscripted or whatever. So there's there's a lot you can do with this. Overall, it's a good it's a good adventure. Um, it's a murder mystery sandbox for characters up to fourth level ish. It says for old school essentials. Um, in the back, we're on the case: counterfeiters, press gangs, bandits on the roads, corrupt sheriffs, and a crooked prize fighting racket. This town needs heroes, but it's probably getting scoundrels. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of scoundrels there. So, And one thing, too, is to mention the clues. Uh, the clues are not like a linear type thing. There's clues all over and the different places you can go to pick up that will lead to the various different threads that are happening. So it's interesting the way the mystery and clue part of this, this adventure is set up. Uh, it's not like many I've seen in the past. Well, it's uh, OSE, so you don't have a mechanic for investigation like you would in 5e. So you need to go, go and talk to people, essentially, in the game. Yeah, and it's it's pretty solid. It, it seems like it would be a fun adventure to either play and or run. And like I said, I don't, I, I'm running a lot, so I don't have any plans to throw it in my rotation at this moment. But I'm definitely tempted if I need something uh, on, on a shortish notice, and I got a day or so to prep, I, that's one I might pull out. And uh, some of this stuff I may even start uh, cannibalizing and using <laughs> in some games for my players, because uh, I think it's pretty good. So. Yeah, there's plenty of many uh, mini adventures in there with mini hooks. So definitely, I was surprised how much they were able to cram into, you know, whatever, 24 or 5 pages <laughs> of material. It's a decent scene. Uh, I'm glad I picked it up. We'll, 
Uh, I picked it up off itch.io. Uh, I will put a link to wherever it's available in the show notes. Uh, I think that's about all we have for today. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook, search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I am on Twitter and TikTok at Logarhailcrom. And we're on Patreon. We could really use support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling. Yes, roll them high, roll them low.